lives that we lost The chances I gave you I never complained It's true Hello and welcome to another episode of Interview with a Schizophrenic. I'm your host, Duncan Tamrasinger, and today I have a guest from the United Kingdom, Shannon. Hello, Shannon. How are you doing today? Hi, I'm all right. How are you? Yeah, I'm absolutely fine. The weather's nice. Well, actually, actually, I, I come down with a bit of a virus. I'm wondering if it's the coronavirus, but I'm not sure. Oh, I hope uh, not. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not entirely sure what it is. Maybe it might it might just be um it might just be stress or something, but I don't know. Anyway, let's let's start the interview. So Shannon, tell me, how did your mental health journey begin? Well, I think my first symptoms were probably when I was a kid, when I was about six. Yeah. Um yeah. I was really paranoid and mm. I had this thing where I thought there was this like old hag that would wait at the top of the stairs. When I was walking down the stairs, I could feel her watching me. Right. Okay. And I thought she was going to get me. <laughs> um, but did you actually see that? Did, was it a dream or was it a hallucination? What was that? I never saw her. I was, I was scared to death of seeing her. I could just feel okay. her behind me. Um, I could okay. feel her hiding behind corners in the house waiting for me. It was really okay. creepy. Okay. Um, I think my my symptoms started when I was about 16, 17. And okay. uh, it started with uh, voices, voices yeah. at night when I was trying to sleep. I couldn't I couldn't sleep because of all the voices. And then and then I started to think that I was broadcasting my thoughts out okay. to everybody. Yeah. And um, I thought my neighbor was a psychic vampire. Okay. And was sucking the sanity out of me. Okay. So did you um, did you get admitted to hospital? Or did you see your GP? What what happened then? Not not until I was eighteen. I was eighteen when I signed myself into the hospital. I actually moved yeah. away from home at seventeen. Um, yeah. Nobody really noticed. I was I was depressed before that, and um, <clears throat> I just sort of cut myself off from everybody and hung out in my room, so nobody really noticed. Okay. Uh, I was really I was really scared to tell anybody about my symptoms, okay. so. It was it was when I was eighteen. I I signed myself into the hospital, and that's when I got diagnosed. So this would have been about the about the turn of the century, wouldn't it? About year two thousand, around then. Uh, around then, yeah. Yeah, I I actually became ill. I actually went to the hospital around that time as well. My first admission to hospital. Oh, really? was around, yeah, it was because it was a lot different back then because. I don't know if you've been to a mental health ward recently, but they're a lot different to how they were, say, 20 years ago. Yeah. You know, because back like back then we had like a smoking room. Did you have a smoking yeah, room? Yeah, yeah. I used to smoke exactly. all the time in the hospital. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like we had a smoking room where you could smoke and, you know, it was normal. In and, the hospital, uh, they came around every hour and lit your cigarette. Yeah. <laughs> because it was, it was for people for that it would be 
let's get people with mental health smoke yeah. like as a relief you know which is kind of true but but these these days it's it's illegal isn't it you're not allowed yeah. to smoke in a hospital but um so you so what happened what was your diagnosis what did it diagnose you with? uh paranoid schizophrenia okay okay and uh panic attacks okay okay and then you were diagnosed at 18. yep okay. yeah so did they put your medication they did i don't remember what it was at the time okay it's... antipsychotics yeah yeah it was an antipsychotic i don't remember which one um okay. i actually had a brain hemorrhage at 20. oh really and uh my my symptoms went away yeah after my brain hemorrhage and i went off my meds and i was off my meds for like 18 years before the symptoms came back really yeah yeah i had my kids hemorrhage. and everything got married had kids and it's fine What's up? But, um, but brain hemorrhage, I mean, so was it a mild hemorrhage? Was it, did you, um, it was, quite... yeah, no, it was, it was a knot of blood vessels in my brain. It's okay. called an AVM. Okay. Arteriovenous malformation. And it okay. just sort of exploded one day. Oh, and God. I spent a week in hospital after that. Okay. Uh, not on the psych ward, obviously, but, okay. but, um, I had a lot of sleep paralysis after the brain hemorrhage. Yeah. Like yeah. a lot, like every time I fell asleep for a few weeks, but, uh, they didn't give me my meds in the hospital. So when I came home, I forgot to take them. And after about two weeks, I was, I was good. I was fine. So when did it all start up again then? You said uh, 18 I was years about, later. I was about 38. It was about five years ago. And so what started again? Um, well, I had a complete psychotic break. Okay. Okay. And a psychotic break is essentially a break from reality. Yeah. It's when you, it's what you perceive as reality and non-reality get, get mixed up yeah essentially so basically your schizophrenia symptoms returned yes yes they did <laughs> so did they put your medication uh again or? yeah they put me on quetiapine first and i'm on aripiprazole now okay okay and were you getting any side effects uh with the quetiapine yeah it was bad yeah. i put on i put on about two stone yeah in two months and uh i just i slept i slept so much and i, I just found it hard to get up and do anything yeah. which makes it hard with kids so oh, yeah definitely how old are your children um i've got an 18 year old i've got a 12 year old and i've got a seven year old okay okay so um so i've got some questions and so how did your friends react because it's kind of different with you because you you got better and then you then you re relapsed in a way didn't you yeah yeah so did your how did your friends react when you when you relapsed was, was it okay or 
Um, well, I've, I've, I live in a different country now than I did when I first got sick. So, okay. so, uh, the, the friends I have now are good. Yeah. They, uh, yeah. I've, I've been able to be pretty open with them. Okay. Now, I think, I think it's the best way is to be open. Um, I think, I think it only becomes difficult if you're in like a office environment where yeah. they can be, because it can be quite toxic and they can, do you know what I mean? They, they won't, they won't like understand. It's all about like, they call it, you know, a mental strength and all this sort of thing. Yeah, it's not, definitely. You know, it's not, to have a mental illness is not a weakness. It's just a condition, right? But um, if you, I think it can be some, some like work environments can be toxic and difficult to talk about yeah. um, mental health. And especially schizophrenia because there's so much discrimination. Have you ever faced discrimination or, or stigma like during your life? Um, I lost a lot of friends when I first, yeah. when I first got it. And yeah. Uh, yeah, I lost a lot of friends, definitely. <laughs> okay, so the fact that you're a stay-at-home mum, is that is that to do with mental health? Is that because you don't want to work because of your mental health condition? You know, um, is, that, is that a factor? It's, it's partly a factor. I would, I would like mm. to, I would like to get a job. I would like to work mm. now that my kids are a bit older and in school mm. and stuff. Um, yeah. I'm not sure what I would do. It's been, it's been so long. I've been without a job that I'm not sure what I would go back to. But yeah, I mean, there are, there are uh, like um, jobs in mental health, like, uh, like peer support, where you, where you're a peer support worker, where you help, you know, say young people with mental health problems. That would be really um, cool. I think I'd really yeah, that enjoy would, that. Would, yeah, that would, that sort of thing is quite good. Um, so yeah, so tell me, um, so at the moment, how how are you coping at the moment? Because obviously, I found you on a schizophrenia this community on the internet. So how are your how's how's your life affected at the moment? Um, I've got I have good days and bad days, you know. Yeah. Um, the meds help a lot, but yeah. but they don't they don't help entirely. I still. I still have delusions and stuff sometimes. I catch myself out. I'm quite good at catching myself out. So um, it's the negative symptoms, I think, mostly that affect me at this point. Yeah, so negative symptoms are like uh, like apathy, depression, um, withdrawal. They're the yeah. kind of, yeah, they, 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 make, they make it hard to live day to day. Um, because you might, you might not have, it might be difficult to stick to a daily routine yes. because of negative symptoms. Um, because I, I mean, I also get affected by those as well. Yeah. And I, I know it is quite difficult. So, um, what, what, what are your sort of things you have delusions about? Um, I do, <laughs> I do find myself thinking I can read minds. And okay. I have to, I have to take a step back and be like, this is all in your head. You know, you need to 
communicate with people and not just assume things because. So how do you, to read minds, do you hear voices as well? Sometimes, not lately, not the past week or two, but, but yeah. Okay. <laughs> because, um, okay, fine. I mean, so, so if you're, if you're, if you can read someone's mind, do you hear it as a thought or as a voice in the head? Sometimes, sometimes I just, I just assume I know what they're thinking. Okay. Because that's kind of like, um, there's a couple of, um, things here would make it complicated. One thing is women's intuition. So, <laughs> so women's intuition is a natural kind of accepted way of like women can understand what somebody's thinking. And also schizophrenia, controversially, there is a bit of that psychic element in it, yeah. which is not, it's not, you know, it's kind of, it's not mainstream. It's not taught by in medical school, but you know, there is a lot of talk about it, that there could be a psychic element. Yeah. So there are there are a couple of um, things in there. But yeah, I know delusions can be can be troublesome because it can it can conflict with your reality. Yeah, you, know, you find yourself can, acting on it and yeah, it's not necessarily based in what's really going on. Yeah. I uh my 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 voices a lot of the time are people I know. They okay. sound sound like people I know, so I find that confusing. So what do you believe the voices are? I honestly don't know, just yeah. something wrong with my head. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's different. I, I don't know. I mean, I also have voices and it can be quite painful and stressful. And there's no, nobody tell, no, a doctor never tells us. Again, a doctor tells us, yeah, it's a chemical imbalance, take yeah. the medication and it'll go away, basically. But um, for us who ex we experience it every day, you know, it's difficult, you know. Yeah, it's, so, it's hard sometimes to find where you draw the line too. Is it is it just yeah. my inner inner thoughts, or is this starting to become a problem? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I do know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like I some because also my voices sound like people I know, so I get angry with those people in real life. Like I, <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I know exactly what you mean. But it, but it's difficult. It's difficult to confront them because how, because how can you do that? Um, do, you yeah. know, do you know what I mean? It's it's kind of, it's kind of difficult. But then it could just be. It could be nothing to do with them whatsoever. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah. um, what sort of um things do you do in your life to help you cope? with your mental health symptoms? Um, I just try to take it really easy. Um, I spend, mm. I, I, I spend a lot of time distracting myself. Mm. <laughs> I try to mm. stick to a basic schedule, which yeah. I have to because of the kids, obviously. 
but yeah. not not as much now that we're in lockdown. Mm. But, do you do, do you do and so you listen to music? Yes. Yeah. Yes, quite a bit. And do you practice any arts or anything? Um, you know what? I used to, and I would like to again, but I'm out of supplies at the moment. So I think that's mm. something I'm going to do in the coming weeks. Um, I've run out of paper in my sketchbook. I've run out of paints. Okay. <laughs> yeah, because definitely, like, like art. I think, I think it. You know, when you have a schizophrenia diagnosis, part of it is to is to express to your loved ones what you're feeling and what a good way is is to draw and to paint and to show your emotions on the on the paper yeah you know, i think that's a that's a nice way to do it so okay this is it's great would you is there anything you would like to say to anybody listening you know is there something which I haven't asked you about, which you would like to say? I think just that uh, <laughs> it's, it's hard, but it's not, it's yeah. not like, I get a lot of people that, that are like, oh my God, this is the most horrible thing that could ever happen. Yeah. And it's not, it's my life, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, we're just we're just regular people. Just normal person. You're not, you know, because because schizophrenia. If you read it in the news, it's usually about a serial killer or, or something like <laughs> this, which is which is a very disturbing for ninety nine percent of people diagnosed with schizophrenia because because we're struggling with strange symptoms, yeah. and we would like to be accepted. By, by people not to be stigmatized, you know? Yeah, definitely. So yeah, I, I agree with you. Okay, that's great. Let's take, let's wrap it up here. Thank you okay. very much, Shannon, to speak, for speaking with me. Um, I will add some music to the, that hopefully you will like uh, to the end of the cool. show. So, because <laughs> Shannon likes, um, Cold wave and dark wave music. Okay, thank you very much, Shannon. It's actually a pleasure to speak to you. Yeah, thanks for having me. The battles that we i
phone like there is nothing wrong You think we can't pretend, keep acting to the end Yeah! Ooh. 